I'm a Catholic, so everything's hot that's taboo to me. So I, I love watching that shit. Everything's like, hot that's taboo to you. Yes, yeah, so when you're Catholic, it's like it's all about like, oh, what shouldn't I do? Oh, that's the hottest thing I could imagine. I think you want to recant that particular statement, Greg. There are a lot of things that are taboo you know that you should not look at. Look, and that's how you can get arrested and go to jail and have people kill you in prison. Well, that, that if it's as long as it's legal, I should say. Oh, got it. Who yeah. decides what's legal, really? Greg? Welcome to another episode of the Law Offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker on this July 27th, 2022, just a couple of days before we take a road trip to Boise, Idaho to go see Icavelli there in the celebrated show Fifty Shades of Gay, where Greg will finally get to meet his boyfriend in person. So uh, that'll be a happy days for all. Before we go along too much further, our client for today is a pocket full of climate change. Behold, trapped in a hellscape of their own invention, socially unaware old white men bound by the pretense of being fake lawyers yet knowing no law, no exquisite Latin terminology, they are inexplicably compelled to quibble over minutia, squabble over triflings and bicker like those who value their backyards far too highly without even knowing the difference between an easement and an alleyway. At this very moment, you have entered the heart of the law offices of quibble, squabble, and bicker. Let's get started. Coming to Netflix this fall. A show the critics are saying should not have been made. Seriously, who green light this? Suddenly, the critics were like, what the hell, Netflix? Clean yourself up and go the fuck home already. But no way, Jose. Netflix did not. Instead, they decided to double down, guzzle another bottle of Holocaust whiskey, and painfully give birth to this flaming piece of cinematic garbage. Do you like death? How about mystery? A little redneck love triangle? How about genital piercings? Did you answer all of the above and think more, please? If you did, you clear your browser history, grab a bottle of malt liquor, and prepare to experience the uncle under the trailer. Starring Hulk Hogan, Crispin Glover, Nicolas Cage, Roseanne Barr, and Lupe Fiasco as Little Sock. This seizure induced this throw-blight fest of blood, gore, kinky, sex, and starfish will have you asking, what the fuck am I watching? The uncle under the trailer. You won't be required to sign a digital waiver before viewing. No one will be allowed to watch who has not signed the waiver. As such, Alexa listening pods are a proud security partner with Netflix in bringing you The Uncle Under the Trailer. This film has not been rated or deemed appropriate for viewing. So it's coming this fall on Netflix. Oh yeah, and seriously, clear your browsers, people. No one wants to see that. I'm Do detecting I'm detecting a reference to an uncle of mine. Is that what this was based upon? Okay. The, the rest of the rest of the details were just totally spun out of my head. Based on a true story. All, all I had was I wrote down uncle under the trailer sponsor TV show something. <laughs> but I don't remember actually any of the details of your uncle's death or whether starfish were involved or it's, genital it's piercings for the best. Yeah, he was. He was mugged by a, a gang of starfish while he was uh, walking in the Everglades, and that was his his true demise. They were like, "Listen, you don't look anything like a starfish. You got to go." So Sounds like dueling about. banjos, but way weirder. <laughs> yeah. they made him squeal like a it was it was bantering starfish instead of dueling banjos 
They're just starfish like saying crap to each other. I just want to tell you guys something so bizarre. So I didn't get that Brendan was doing the sponsor. So the past hour I've been making one. I'm just going to tell you the first time we can do it next week. This August, Netflix is proud to present a new documentary. I totally was making a Netflix show too. I mean, bring up Netflix two weeks in a row. I don't know if we can handle that. They got a lot of money, so. It's a good fake sponsor to have. They might as well give us money. We should call it, change them. it from Netflix to Notflix, Greg, and then then we can at least okay. avoid copyright. Or Hulu, issues. Hulu, Hulu. Hulu. I think it should be from Hulu. Hulu is fun to say. Instead of Hulu, do who you? Who you? Let's try and avoid those uh, usages of yeah. actual company names in those sponsors. Pick up one for HBO Max, Matt. Quick. HBO Slacks. <laughs> Amazon Crime. What? Crime? No. Amazon. 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 Crime. Amazon. Amazon Prime Rib. <laughs> this. You should work for Mad Magazine when it was around. Sad Magazine. Yeah, he <laughs> had a job. <laughs> he can't stop. Slob nope. job. He got him started now. Farted. Well, that's it, folks. <laughs> Yeah. That's having another seizure. It's another... granddad jokes galore. Naked Frank and granddad jokes. That's all we it's do here. <laughs> all right. Well, why don't we get started? We're going to deal with a uh, pocket full of climate change. That is our client for today. And uh, there are many, there are many arguments for and many arguments against. Tends to be the ones against don't have quite as much scientific background, but. I want you guys to address these things. So uh, you tell me if you know the re- the proper responses to statements for people who are climate change deniers. Mm. For example, Uncle Frank says climate change is natural and normal. We've seen fluctuations throughout history. This rapid? How do you how do you handle that? What do oh. you mean by this rapid? Uh, hey, hey, shut the fuck up! I didn't ask you that. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Uncle Frank, have another drink bourbon. That's right. That's right on. (laughs) It's natural and normal. We've seen climate change is it's a hoax. It's natural. It's normal. Go back to your QAnon piece. Your functions. What's your blog? That's not legitimate discourse, Greg. Uh, All right, all right. That's just telling somebody to shut up. Yes, there is. Of course, has always been changes to the climate. You're right, but it's not the same thing. Do you want to continue? Press yes if you do. No if you don't. <laughs> Does he press your left or your right nipple to get that response? Anything he wants. On, you know, just wrong, sci- I'm too lazy to look middle. it up, but is there scientific data that shows like, oh yeah, the fluctuations, we do know how long they took. Like it took 5,000 years for it to go two degrees hotter or colder in the past, and now it's way faster than it's ever been is this out i'll there? give you i'll give you your talking point for this craig so what we're experiencing with the climate change today is far different than any warming or cooling humanity has seen in rate and in scale our present climate change is occurring 20 to 50 times faster than the most rapid climate change events in earth's history so this should be a wake-up call uncle frank in other words we are doing the we're the ones who are doing the damage through the out-of-control burning of fossil fuels, not the Earth. But it is within our control, you know. So here's another one. Your cousin Wilma says, scientists can't even agree that climate change is happening. 
Now, the only scientists who disagree are the ones who work for Exxon, who are paid by Exxon. They're the only ones who say, oh, climate change isn't real. They're not real. They're lying. Only the ones who work for Exxon? Yes, pretty much. Are there any real legitimate... What about the ones who work for, I don't know, BP or Shell? Exactly. Sorry. (laughs) I didn't include them all. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure. Raytheon, all the fucking evil corporations. I'm sure they have many scientists on the payroll. General Electric? Yeah, they will say that it's at homes. Nike? Who who was this? Who, who, like that. who said this shit? Was this Mildred? Did you say it was your cousin Wilma? Wilma. Wilma. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wilma, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, cousin Mildred said that the Earth. I don't is care flat. Which, what podcast you listen to. Go make me a sandwich. Scientists have stated that they are more certain that humans are causing climate change than they are certain that smoking causes cancer. Ah, wow. the loophole. Yes. So what we really need is we need a giant warning label across every country, which says continued use of fossil fuels will cause the climate to change drastically so that it no longer harbors life on this planet. Pregnant women should not use fossil fuels during pregnancy. (laughs) Yes. No consumption of fossil fuels is required. Grandpa says it's so cold outside. Sure could use some of that global warming. That's why it's called climate change now, Grandpa. Hey, Grandpa. Grandpa, come here for a second. Get out of here, Grandpa. That's a legitimate one. So the Earth is on track to warm up to 2 degrees Celsius this century. But winter is not going to disappear altogether in many parts of the world. Record low temperatures will just become rarer. Um, The U.S. did see nearly as many record highs as record lows in the 1950s. By the year 2000, the number of record highs was double the record lows. And as the cold becomes rare, it will feel more intense and hit unexpected places. So, wow. Unchecked climate well, change will bring war- about other major wet. What's that, Grant? Brendan? Uh, I, I'm sorry, I interrupted your TED talk. I was just going to say, is there, will I get a warning when it goes to touch various parts of me? Or what did yeah. you say? What will okay. happen is that your left kneecap is going to be much, much colder in an unexpected day. Will I get a text? You will. You'll you'll get a TED Talk from can me. I, I'll, I'll I, send it to you. Can I sign up for something? You'll need a text. Your trick knee will act up. That's all you'll know. <laughs> hey! Climate <laughs> change is some, happening. Oh, some cold I've got a trend in my kneecap. <laughs> my trick <laughs> knee acted up walking. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah, maybe that's it. It's the heat. All right. I I need to do the appropriate voice for this next paragraph then. Unchecked climate change will bring other major weather shifts in the form of extreme weather events like drought, wildfire, and hurricanes. They'll become more frequent and more intense in our warming world. So bundle up and brace yourself. Through the extreme weather climate change brings, including the intense cold. All right. Your mom says... What was that, Greg? That brings me back to my AV club days. (laughs) Your mom says plants and animals will adopt to the change, will adapt to the changes. So your mom says... Did you say... Mom, did you say adopt? You're so dumb. (laughs) I'm adopted? What? (laughs) 40 and slip? Your mom says you were adopted by animals and plants. Yeah, tell the koala bears. They didn't they're not adapted. Well, you know, pandas. Roaches won't give a shit. 
And well, I'm sure well, some plants will adapt, but uh, that doesn't help us. Road the earth will be... live on. The earth isn't going to die. We're going to die. More We're than one die. million species are at risk of extinction. Well, they'll die. And it seems that dozens of, of species go extinct every day. So the subhead was, but most of them were useless anyway. <laughs> None of them were chickens or cows or pigs. Who cares? Yeah, that, now, we'll say that climate change is not the top direct driver of the disappearance of species. It's third behind changes in land and sea use and overexploitation of organisms, which are all human caused. So and overpopulation, probably. Yeah, species are going extinct at 1,000 times the natural rate of extinction, Greg. Even more so than when that giant meteor hit the Earth and all the dinosaurs died? Oh, that's, that's like an excessive amount of non-roadkill is what I'm thinking. You're going to get us banned. You're talking about extinction events again, goddammit. <laughs> Uncle Frank has events. another thing to say, Brendan. TikTok is listening. Fuck Frank. <laughs> Uncle Frank Thank says God. climate change is a good thing. I thought we kicked Uncle Frank out of the house. I did, because I don't like Uncle Frank. Get, get out of here. In. Get Stop out of here, Uncle Frank. You asshole. <laughs> Is that, was that my talking point? Did I get that right? Yeah, or, I think that's the one how you normally would respond to that. You won the debate. I think. If I, if now, I your, your stepdad, though, he says it won't affect me or anyone I know. That's because you don't exist. You are a figment <laughs> yeah. of my imagination. Now, is this a stepdad that beat the crap out of you or a good stepdad? No, I didn't have a stepdad. No, I'm saying just this general stepdad Matt's talking about. My stepdad was a brain. Is he an abusive stepdad? Yes, yes. He would He would be the um, the Trump supporter stepdad. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Hey, no one invited you over here. What? Don't you have a restraining order <laughs> against my wife? Yeah. I would have already, I would have already Menendez, I would have already Menendez brothered his ass when I was 13. He wouldn't be around to bring up stupid points. <laughs> Damn that stepdad. All right. Well, I've got, I've got one particular site that has like 200 pro arguments against climate change. And who's that by? But they have, they have also the, um, the, the statements which contradict those particular arguments as well. The rejoinders. Yes, rejoinder is the right word. Thank you for that, Brendan. Are they the same guys who sent us those complimentary emails about our show a couple of years ago? What? People from Bangladesh and Yay, hey, <laughs> hey. No, this 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 is information that comes from um some organization which I my, can't remember my, the name my, of. My dev team listens to our show in Bangladesh. You're giving probably good good at following there. So don't be oh. bad mouth in Bangladesh. Some of these uh, statements don't make any sense to me, but uh, they Are probably... Are these from the Chamber of Commerce of Butlick, Alabama? <laughs> the township but, that's but, together. Butlick, okay, okay, Alabama? Time, time, what the fuck are you talking about? Are you just saying words? <laughs> I'm saying... This, Are you this just saying words? statements from 200 rubes and morons who are just like, well, we want to put our two cents in. We don't believe in climate change. Because I got no snowballs in my in my backyard. Now, interestingly enough, this comes from um, the Unitarian Universalists Climate Portal. Apparently, the they... they? I've been to their the Unitarian Universalists. Yes. The dawning of the they have a, they have an office in the United Nations. And so they've got they've created a climate portal where they've come up with these various different arguments that people have. 
So, uh, just, in the just... view of full transparency, I actually built a website for a universalist church uh, about four years ago. Was it, was it you who did it? I did it. Okay. Well, I went to the drum circle. I I, I hung out. I did it. The drum also, circle. My father yeah. was a Unitarian Universalist. I should say. I thought he was Catholic. I thought he was an atheist. He was, but then he got he got brainwashed to become a Unitarian Universalist because <laughs> they had better sex parties than the Catholics do. No, well, if you're over ten years old, you don't get invited to the Catholic sex parties. That's for under ten. The Catholic no. sex parties. Is what, that a, what, what a what a hate coming out of him right now. Is that trademarked? It's true. Is that trademarked, Greg? Catholic, Catholic priests love parties? little boys. It's a thing. All Catholic priests love little boys. A lot of them. A lot it's of a most of them probably. Could be. It seems like it. The sure. percentage of Catholic priests that are climate change deniers are. The ones that are or aren't molesting boys, because most of them are molesting boys. So we'd have to have, if there's a Venn diagram, we have to figure out what part of the touching of molesting boys and environmental denying is in that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying the Catholics are better at molesting little boys. I'm not saying they most of them do. They have a knack I mean, for it. The Buddhists, good at it. The, the Buddhists had a pretty good run of molesting little boys for years and years really? The Romans? Oh my God! I think they wrote the book on it. But so they became the Roman Catholics. That was just That's right. Society. I think it just—I really came from Italy. Most of this, most of if you look at really what shitty happened in the world, you can trace it back to Italy. Hey. You just blow that hey. boot, no. just sank that boot into the Mediterranean. Life would have been a long just time. embrace your Cuban side more, Greg. <laughs> While he well, says things like that, things come from Cuba. <laughs> The Cubans are responsible for the other shitty stuff. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so true. So part of your heritage, Greg, is uh, fascist with Mussolini. The other part is communist with Castro. I know. I'm torn. This explains you know, everything. You just put that down on your application to MSNBC, and they're like, come on. Come on. You got the right <laughs> oh, the mix. Fascist, you're like, a, like, the you're like a dachshund to us. You're just the perfect mix. Go you, you can't be an Antifa, Greg. You're just a Kofa. <laughs> Kofa. Communist fascist. At the Kofa. I'm going to start the Kofa Cabana where fascists and communists can mingle. <laughs> you know, it would work in Portland. I, I, I can't, I'm, no, can't remember the, turn into a riot the number of times I've seen goofy, quaint, clucky little names like I, I said one, the, I forget what it was. Something about uh, a fried egg, I'm in love, that one. That was, you know, it took me a minute to get that one. Oh, it was uh, the hey. life of pie, the life of pie pizza. Oh, that's so cute. That's well, cute it's based upon like, a book, though, Greg. Life of or pie. Or you. I know, but it's, but it's cute for. It's got a lifespan. That's not going to be cute. Like we were framed framers, you know that. Anyway, I just thought of the I best digress. place for a tie place, Fa Druckers. For a, a Thai mm -hmm. place? Yeah, pho. Oh, Vietnamese, sorry. Vietnamese pho. Pho. Because for some reason in Portland, there's a law that every pho restaurant has, a, has to have a cutesy name involving pho. Like a putty, like pho you. Or I can't think off the top of my head. Every single pho place has a cutesy pie name. Like I have pho. not seen that with pho places, actually. So no, I mean, I've seen a number. There's a number of them in this part of town. They don't have Maybe you didn't names. get the pun. You just didn't get the pun. Sure. 
I, I think that if it's legitimate Vietnamese, they're not creating puns with. What about if I open an Italian Vietnamese place called Fagul? <laughs> Fagul. Fagul. Uh, you just serve mushrooms there. Let me go there. back to, you know, there's that part that sticks out from Europe into the, just push that into the water. Be <laughs> the part that sticks out from Europe. Yeah, so that would yeah. be um, the Straits we'll of Gibraltar. Them too. Might as well. No one lives there. No one cares. You mean the greasy people? The greasy people? Greasy. Yeah. You're talking about the people who live in Greece? The Southern Europeans, like my people, were all sweaty and greasy. Worthy. That is the birthplace of Western civilization, though. That's worthiness. That's where swarthiness was invented. <laughs> that's where swarthiness. That's was... the cause. That's the cause of global warming. How do you define the... swarthy, Greg? I'm just curious. The... Southern European, the... kind of dark, hairy, sweaty. <laughs> you touch their skin; it's a little greasy all the time. <laughs> that's not what swarthy means. Well, it means hairy, right? No, kind it of... doesn't. Swarthy what? just means dark skinned. That's all. Really? I thought it meant you're kind of a little hairy, too. No. I mean, I suppose you could add that on if you want to. Here's a more complete definition is of a dark color, complexion, or cast. So, but it doesn't have to do with hair. Hairy basically comes under that, or furry would be something that would describe that. But not swarthy. I'm not a furry. I'm a furry. You're furry of yourself. So a furry. All right, back to global warming, climate change. So here's a climate myth. There is no consensus, but it turns out 97% of climate experts agree that humans are causing global warming. So there is that consensus. Then there's the 3%. One of the things I was reading says that it's the media really that positions it because they want to be balanced. So they'll find somebody who disagrees with the consensus. So it comes across seeming like there's 50% 50% of scientists, but in reality, it's just this one 3% individual who um, is against climate change with 97% or an of scientists. Or that as well. Right. You know, the 3% reminded me of when we were at the grocery store, Brendan, and my mother called and asked for 0% milk. Yes. We found it. Which, is, which is water. 0% milk is Zero. water or, or, or nothing or dust. I was Googling <laughs> Basically, like anything else except minutes. milk. Is there ever some milk? What is the essential juice? <laughs> the juice that's in the milk that is in milk. At what juice. point is milk not milk? When does it change from milk to something else? To air. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't find the threshold anyway. Like how I much think... of the milk substance has to disappear before it's no longer milk? I would like to mix the essential juice with the precious spice from Dune. I think that would make a lovely mixture. You'd have spoosh. Spoosh. <laughs> Spoosh juice. You were going to make, make a, a point? Smash. That sounds like a cute uh, Portland restaurant. I don't Spoosh. know if I had any point. I, I was just oh. saying that I, I was bringing up the story because th- whenever you throw in the word percentage, it reminded me of oh, the percentage, the percentage of story of milk. So, Oh, before I forget, I was supposed to bring this up. Somebody had talked to me about this briefly, and they said, you should talk about this on your podcast. So I'll bring this up. This has nothing to do with climate change whatsoever. It was just a topic of conversation. This guy wanted, he had a concern because he found out that hospitals are selling the skin from circumcisions. Mm-hmm. To who? To restaurants? To mm-hmm. to science, to to people who are to using sausage it. sausage makers? To possibly to shampoo makers. I don't know. To whoever would use it 
for <laughs> testing substances. So they're selling the circumcision skin. So he thinks that circumcision is is a big racket because of that. Like they're forcing people to have circumcision so that they can sell the skin and make money off of it. You know, and I'm like, I don't know. I mean, if there's is there a big is there a big market for people who are buying wallets out of baby circumcision skin so that they rub them I have a and turn into briefcases? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was also like that. What was that stem cell research? You know? Step, you just stomped all over that horrible joke of mine, Greg. It's just bad. Oh, I guess I didn't get it. Sorry. Yeah, well, it's because I didn't get through finishing it. You made you a wallet. You were talking over. It. I said, "Yeah, you get a, you buy a wallet that you can rub and turn into a briefcase." Because it's foreskins. So it grows. He's, he's still yeah. thinking about it. I got it. I got. Is it the heat I getting chose, to you? The heat. The it. heat prevented you from figuring that joke out. I'm fucking bad here. I'm like, I walked home from work. I thought I was gonna fall over. I was like, uh, I had to walk 25 minutes of this shit. Yeah, you know what? It's not that hot outside. I'm not <laughs> oh, fuck you! Saying. Your air conditioning, your air conditioning apartment. No, it's not that. He came from Florida, Greg. He has no humidity here, so it's a much, it's a much easier heat to deal with if there's no I humidity. I know. I grew up in New York. I know. Yeah. So anyway. Okay. Uh, better than Florida. It's shitty. It didn't I help have... you with getting acclimated, though. I have heard about foreskin conspiracies. Oh yes, uh, in the past they do exist. I can't say in... that I ever. I never did a dive into that foreskin thing, but you know where it started? It's that Kellogg guy, the big health nut. The guy started Kellogg cereals, and he had like all these spas because he was really into like in the eighteen hundreds. He was like, "We must get back to living naturally and eat wheat germ and blah blah blah." And he was also, a lot of those guys were also thinking that uh, people's bad health and dissolution was because of masturbating. And having a foreskin makes masturbating a lot better. They didn't have lube at, at easy access in the 1800s. It's natural lube. So they figured by circumcising children. Wait, what? They wouldn't want a, to masturbate. A foreskin is natural lube? How is that? I just, my brain broke. Think about I don't it. Want to Think about it. You got smacked. I see. I was circumcised. Yeah, but the skin know. itself is not a natural lube. No, no, no. But within it, so basically, it's a sheath with lube in it. So, like, we jerk off. It's like, oh, that feels even nicer. I don't no. know personally. No. I don't know personally. Wait, do you have a foreskin? Yeah, no. That's what I mean. You don't know. This so you don't I know read. either, Greg. Well, I've read. No, no. Like I have two boys. I have two boys to do. I know the history of Kellogg. Uh, this guy. Yeah, I, he, I, I know. I saw the movie. He championed the, the anti. Um, I'm sorry, the anti. He, the pro circumcising movement for Gentiles. You know, it was always a Jewish thing because he thought that less kids would want to masturbate and make it less feel good. What I heard is that Kellogg's first cereal was actually called Special C, and they used the um, the dried circumcised foreskin and made it into cereal. That was called Smegma K. They had little, they had little. Oompa and you didn't need milk. That would, would you could have zero percent milk in that. Just smegma <laughs> would moisten it. It's high amounts of protein with your zero percent milk. Yeah, but the smegma would keep it wet and it would just be dry. Right. This is our best episode ever. <laughs> that, that was more smegma. That's our sponsor next week. No, oh, I just thought of that, damn it. <laughs> You, didn't, you didn't have a reason to think of it, Greg. 
I mean, but I'm always try, trying to come up with sponsors. It's always confusing, but that would have been a wonderful. All right, you one. got it. You've got you got Schmegma. I can bring it back. Yeah, you got at the it. very least, that's a new T-shirt slogan. You've got Schmegma. Here's a little. Here's a little aside. Or got Schmegma. Got Schmegma. Zero percent milk. In high school, I was in a short-lived punk band called Schmegma Egg, with an H. Schmegma Egg. Someone might find that interesting. Schmegma egg. It, it rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Schmegma egg. No, not really. No. It doesn't roll well. Actually, it's kind of like rolling a four-sided die. That works. Really? Just four sides works for you? It works. <laughs> it's, like, it's just rolling a square, Greg, is what that is. Let's ask Brendan. He's the expert. He plays D&D. Do you ever roll a four-sided die for hit points? Yeah. You have a four-sided die in, in D&D. You do? Yeah. It's a pyramid. And it rolls a little? <laughs> it rolls a little? It rolls? Oh, and it randomly it changes. And not rolls. as much as something that's like 20-sided, because that's how math works. You know, if you have more options than your No, I know, but I'm saying so. Wait, wait, wait. I want to know how math works. Tell us how math works. I don't want to. I know. <laughs> Let's start a whole new podcast called How Math Works. I was explain math. Well, yeah. first it gets a job, and then it goes I, there at nine o'clock in the I morning. I was just, I was just fascinated how we went with. There's a four sided die. I don't even know how we got to that from foreskin. I guess it's related. <laughs> and then it was Brendan knows he plays D and D, and then I explained it, and then Greg asked the humble question of, "Does that mean it rolls?" <laughs> rolls up the tongue. Matt made the joke about it. it rolls oh, up the tongue. Ed, Ed Schmegmag. Uh, Schmegmag. Yeah, no. It's a terrible name. I guess it's like it rolls like a two-sided die, Greg. There you go. Is that better? A one-dimensional point. <laughs> that's, that's it rolls like a, that's a rolls coin. Like a that's coin. A coin. <laughs> right. Yeah. You can spin it. You can like a coin can roll. Yeah? All right, fine. A one-sided die, Greg. Is that better? It's a point. Got me there. Basically, it's a portal to another dimension is what it is at that stage so i want to say though the thing that about climate change that makes me so sad is that yeah even if somehow every like exxon head and corp you know factory said we're here to do this i don't think it would matter because everyone else is doing so much bad shit i have so many friends who are so liberal would totally be like oh those climate change deniers they're full of shit i recycle but then they still don't do much they still like are pretty wasteful and i am too sometimes so i was like fuck it i'm gonna throw my cigarette butts on the ground i know that's little but it all adds up all that garbage and shit but it's like well, i grew up thinking that it was all them the bad guys the, the big corporations were spewing their taxes in the environment but all of us nobody wants to stop driving their car nobody wants to stop eating meat with all those cow farts you know getting into the atmosphere wait People are eating meat methane. with cow farts? You know that cow farts are like one of the biggest things of methane in the atmosphere and like it really adds to global warming. I thought you could like add a side of it when you ordered a steak, maybe. It's like I Not would like my steak medium fart? rare with a side of a cow fart. There was a girl on TikTok or YouTube or something that was selling her farts in a jar. Yeah, didn't we talk about that in like some I previous like episode? Did. It's it sounds familiar. Wait, what'd you do about cow farts? I missed that, sorry. What? A girl on TikTok? That was, was on OnlyFans, I think. Did you Only say OnlyFans or TikTok? She would, she would put the 
you know, they'll jar up to her ass and like, oh. and then screw on the thing and then send it to you for a hundred bucks. So, so is this another go. TikTok user who doesn't listen to our show ever? Is this the same one? <laughs> one of many who don't listen. No. You know that she's so pop in and then they walk away. We've got you two know, likes so far today. That woman makes so much money, especially to Japan overseas sales. Is Japanese salarymen buying that shit like two hundred dollars a bottle? I bet. You are just a racist towards Japanese business. No, aren't you, it's not Greg? racist. It's a cultural thing. I, I was, it's, it's a so cultural scary. thing to buy farts in jars. Japanese like to use panties and vending machines. Yeah, but do they specifically like? Parts in jars. Greg? I wouldn't be surprised. But you don't know this. I you're don't just know like this. I said. You're being a racist. Is basically no. What you're yes. I know their culture. Absolutely. I'm being a sociologist. You know their. You're, the, you're a sociologist watched, today, are you? I watched that some You're gonna have your own channel as the Naked Sociologist. <laughs> today I'm the Naked Sociologist. The sociologist Greg says all Japanese like farts in jars. Does that look no, like a pepper? They're likely to compared to any other. Group compared to any other group, they're yeah. country. Your science, yeah. your science, once again, does not seem to hold water, Greg. You are a climate change. It's not science. Oh, that's mm. sociology. That's not really a science. It's <laughs> just kind of like it's just like guessing about what happens with groups. You have people. to guess. No, it's never. It's not an exact science. Sociology. It's not like physics or right. I agree. Physics and exact yeah. science. Well. It is when you use, like, measuring tools. Yeah. I mean, if you can duplicate it, the scientific method, it's like, okay, I say this, and if everyone can duplicate it, they're like, yeah, I guess What if the scientific method was based on sociology? That wouldn't be good science. It's based on a myth. It's based (laughs) on my science. No, it was based on a cult of uh, Greek philosophers that lived on an island, and uh, they went, you know what? Let's do this. And that's how it started. The whole what island, what island did they uh, live on? If they were Greek, uh, the the island of uh, Jondo. You know, I don't know. <laughs> what? No, I think it was it was Nambla Island. They lived on Nambla no, Island. No, no, it wasn't. That's Nambla, where Nambla got the name. No, that was Athens. That was different. These guys were on an island. They were fishermen, hardy, swarthy fishermen. <laughs> swarthy. They were they known as even climate change. They were the. Fishosophers is what no, they, they were. were. They were the Spartans that just couldn't deal with the pussification of their country, and they jumped in the ocean and swam to fuck off island. Yeah, started fuck off culture. island. That's a great reality show, babe. This week on Fuck Off Island, where all these social misfits go and just be all weird together. Wow, I feel right now like. You know, trying to get an apartment in Portland is kind of like I live on Fuck Off Island. Like, <laughs> hey, you hip millennial, cool, chill people who are just trying to create a vibe. I need a place to live. And they're like, no, you're over 35. And I'm like, I will fucking kill you. And they're like, that's why we don't you want you living with us. Oh, it's because of that attitude. Dude, I get that at work at all day. Like, I, I'm a pretty quiet guy. I work, I work hard, you know, I don't. But, you know, every now and then I chat and all the young people there just treat me like I'm fucking, I don't know, like I'm the boogeyman. You're a monster. So they, they treat you like that at Fried Egg, I'm in Love, but that sounds like a very non-hip place to work. No, it's very hip. It's like half the people there are trans and they're all young. Yeah, really but you know what? Enlightened people. So you They're put the am in their trans, Greg. 
the ham. You're, you're I said able- the am. You're, they're trans, you're am. You're abling their oh. bullshit in that they are a fucking bunch of little fascists. You're just not part of what they want. Anybody over 40, if they're like no, Logan's run. If you no, can't look good with makeup on as a guy, you should probably be dead. That's kind of, I think, how it works. Oh, but they're, but you're right in that sense. Is like, it's uh, they don't even know my politics. They don't really talk about anything like that. And it's like, they just assume like, oh, this guy's old and white and cisgendered. I'm sure he's kind of a jerk. So like, there's people at work where I come in the morning and I say, like a 19-year-old kid, I'm like, good morning. And they just look away from me. Like, I don't exist. <laughs> It's so weird. It's what like, an awesome response to you. I know. <laughs> Good morning. Even... And then just turn. Yeah. Yeah, I'd get fired within a week because I'd smack that kid after a while. I'd grab him by his fucking man bun and smack him into the counter. <laughs> and that's man. that's Brendan profiling now that they have man buns. Does they have man kind bun? of faded away, Brendan. They were a lot of man buns 10 years ago. The, guy, the guy that we met. It's rare. Matt, so that you're not, you know. The guy we met, the two we met with the girl and the guy for the karaoke gig, that guy had a man bun. No, they they still exist. I'm just saying it's a oh, lot less. It's, it's less. It's okay, as, fine. It was it's not as many, there's not as many mullets in Florida either, but there are some. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of mullets here. It's kind of a hip thing for young hipsters that mullets. I think mullets are hip now? Yeah, well, they've been actually for like 10 years. Like guys who are like punky metal. It's just like, fuck you. I don't know about 10 years. I guess. I don't know about 10 years, Greg. Matt, you don't hang out with punk rockers and metal guys. You well, neither do you. Yeah, I do. No, you don't hang out with anybody. I know, but I do a little. <laughs> I do, but I want to. I have friends, and every now and then I go out, and they have younger friends. And they all have mullets. So you're hanging out with all the people with mullets, is what you're saying. Not a lot of them. A few do, though. I mean, it looks so bad. Like, I work with this guy. He's the bartender at the uh, job where I work. And he's such a good-looking dude. Like, he could be a fucking male model. But he's got this stupid fucking mullet, and I know it's like, oh yeah, I don't want to be too pretty. I want to, you know, like almost make myself look ridiculous. And that's what I think it is. It's like I don't want to buy when into society's norms. Fascinating. When did this become a, a woman's magazine? Over here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, really but good. I think that's a perfect time to move into uh, our cooking segment for today. He's, he's calling out for help. Wait, I want a new segment. I, I just made a new segment about, like, how do you know he's not that into you? Ten, ten things. <laughs> I want to do this every week. Is that okay? Can I just yeah, you can start talking about, you know, like, how to uh, use smegma for that purpose. How to make right. your man happier in the sack. <laughs> At Safe Mart, it's a safe mark. Time to Safe Mart and be safe. Safe Mart is a proud sponsor of Food is for Eating with waspy soda pop. Today's special, one pound of Bobby Joe's instant meringue topping with 100% lard for only a dollar. At Safe Mart, come get some. We're better than Piggly Wiggly. Be safe. Food is for eating. Food is for eating. Food is for eating with waspy soda pop. Hey there, everybody. This is waspy soda pop with a new edition of Food is for Eating. This is probably the best recipe yet. It's quick and easy. It's classic. It's authentic. It's simple. Simple. It's easy to make. It's classic baked Alaska. Here we go. First, you want to get eight tablespoons, one stick of an unsalted butter, any type of unsalted butter you want. One cup of granulated sugar, two large eggs, not ostrich eggs, chicken eggs. Get large ones of those. 
You don't want like big emu eggs or nothing like that. One teaspoon of vanilla extract, one and a half cups of all-purpose flour, one half a teaspoon of baking powder, quarter teaspoon of kosher salt, half a cup of whole milk, one container of Bobby Joe's instant meringue topping. You can get that at your local Piggly Wiggly. And then finally, one square foot of vegetation-free Alaskan tundra, which you can also find at your local Piggly Wiggly. But if you don't have one of those, you can book a cruise or fly on Alaskan Air and go directly to Alaska and visit the Trunger, but make sure you bring a shovel. All right, now to your instructions on how to put this together. First, you want to place the one stick of unsalted butter in the bowl of a stand mixer. Let it sit out at room temperature. Arrange your rack in the middle of your oven. Heat the oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit. Coat a nine inch round cake pan with cooking spray. Line the bottom with parchment paper. Add one cup of granulated sugar to the bowl of butter and beat with the paddle attachment. If you have a paddle attachment, otherwise just grab an oar, that'll work for you too. Anyway, put that on a medium high speed until light and fluffy, two to three minutes. Add two to three large eggs, once again, chicken, and one teaspoon of vanilla extract. Continue beating until the mixture is smooth and lightened in color, about two to three minutes. Turn that mixer off. Add one and a half cups of all-purpose flour, half a teaspoon of baking powder, one quarter teaspoon of kosher salt. Kosher salt, not the other kind. Mix on low speed until smooth, one to two minutes. With the mixer running, gradually add a half a cup of whole milk. Continue mixing till the batter is completely smooth. Scraping down the sides, halfway through mixing, two to three minutes total. Scrape the batter into the cake pan. Spread into an even layer. Bake until the cake is lightly brown and a toothpick inserted into the center comes out clean. Not one you've been chewing on, a regular unused toothpick. Anyway, it should take about 25, 30 minutes. Place the pan on a wire rack. Let the cake cool completely, completely in the pan. Finally, you want to empty the container of Bobby Joe's instant meringue topping into a bowl and beat it till the meringue is glossy, forms stiff peaks. That takes about two, three minutes. Here's how you assemble the baked Alaska. Arrange an oven rack 12 inches below the broiling element. Set the oven to broil. Line a rimmed baking sheet or broiling safe cake plate with aluminum foil. Invert the cake onto it and discard the parchment. Grab your vegetation-free square foot of Alaskan Tundra. Gently invert it onto the cake. Use an offset spatula to spread a thick layer of meringue over the entire cake. An ice cream dome. Use the tip of the offset spatula to create tall peaks in the meringue that will brown when torched. Then, guess what? Torch it! Transfer the baked Alaska onto a serving plate if needed. Serve and slice immediately. Howdy-do. That is an authentic, classic, simple-to-make baked Alaska for your eating pleasure. This is Waspy Soda Pop. Food is for eating. See you next time. So what is, does Waspy Soda Pop have his own restaurant where he does all these recipes? <laughs> I, I think it's somewhere in the back of a trailer is where I think it is. What is it called? I'd like to go sometime. It's called Waspy Soda Pop's Back of the Trailer. <laughs> I don't know what the hell it's back called. Back of the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> why why couldn't you use a toothpick that's been in your mouth with the saliva fuck it up well you could potentially have splinters going in this, into the sponge cake so you don't want that to happen yeah but Alaskan turf is fine you would want some splinters in there well in the tundra part yeah that wouldn't matter but you know if you put it into the sponge yeah. cake itself you don't want that to damage it's all going to go in your mouth anyway <laughs> Right, exactly. Hey, we have a legitimate question for Ask Greg today, so why don't we get that one going? So that's like a mud pie. Kinda. I'm off the hook. Good. That's a real mud pie.
Uh, no, it's a baked Alaska Greg. I know, but it's got tundra. It's got mud. It's also got uh, Bobby Joe's instant meringue as well. Should so. you use zero percent milk in that or one percent? Yeah, I think zero percent is the best way to go. Negative, negative two percent milk. Should I use? I can, I can tell you something for sure. Tundra smells awful. <laughs> Remember really? that, boys and girls. Tundra smells awful. Don't eat it, kids. It probably tastes like it smells, which is is it just all moose awful. shit? Is that why? Is it like polar bear and moose shit? Why does it smell awful? I don't. I don't know. It's just an awful smell. Like you walk out onto it, it's like, and I'm like, oh. It's probably from the uh, the deaths of many many small animals over the millennia. Just uh, the bacteria wafting up from them. I think it's a it's a it's a methane. I think that's part of it. Yeah. Oh, could be. It's like, uh, like it's bacteria oh. farts. Yeah, instead of cow farts. Worse than cow farts. All right, moving on. Moving on to our next fun segment of the day. Here we go. He has an opinion, may not always be right. He's a real fake lawyer. He's old and he's white. Ask him a question, because he's a good egg for bogus advice. Ask Greg. Ask Greg. Ask Greg. Well, this is the segment of the show, everybody where Greg provides his wit and, um, let's say, years of knowledge as a fake lawyer to provide legal advice to people. So this is called Ask Greg. So here's our question for today from uh, Sanchez El Dorado. Dear Greg, my cousin Wilma is an evil scientist for a multinational oil company, but is super hot. <laughs> Will I lose my membership in the liberal lefty club if I sell out long enough to bump uglies with her behind the taco hut? I don't think so. I think as long as it's just so you can bump uglies with her, but you don't really believe it. Because we talked about this uh, lies to get between the thighs episode. What was that? Uh... Those who pry thighs use lies. Yes. That was a different client. Oh, so, yeah. That's what we've already established, legally established that many men will just tell anything, any old lie to get in between a woman's legs. So it's like, you can be like, guys, I'm still pure. I just wanted to fuck my cousin. That sounds great. <laughs> At a meeting of the local lefties. I just want to fuck my cousin. I don't really mean it. So I think you wouldn't lose standing. But, what, but if you do it behind the taco hut, does that change anything? Oh, I don't think so. No, I mean, there's no legal precedent for uh, incest, uh, the location. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's a whole other issue. Whether well, tacos about, are in the proximity or not. Well, what about the property rights of the taco hut guy? And uh, The copyrights, did you say? Property no, rights. property said. rights on oh, his colorum ad valorum. <laughs> yes. His what? The pluribus <laughs> unum says that. Right. Calorum yeah, ablorum proboscis? Yes. <laughs> he's yes. a, he's a mosquito. He's that a is. mosquito. That carries the malaria uh, mm -hmm. virus. Gluteus Maximus states that <laughs> it, that's trespassing. That's a good old-fashioned right. trespass. So he trespassed, committed incest. That's the issue here legally. Uh, if, whether your lefty friends are annoyed with you for like lying about Well, he didn't yourself. say what kind of cousin it could be. It's like, how far out can a cousin be before it's no longer That's incest, true. Greg? 
He didn't say, but he just said cousin. Is it second, first third, cousins. fourth, fifth cousin? When, when is I it, say when cousin, is it no longer incest? I think when you say cousin, as long that's all I have to go on. That means first cousin. Well, sometimes people use the word cousin as like a friendly term, like "Hey, that's my cousin," like they're not really a cousin. So, so I don't know. But um, get back to Sanchez. Who, who, who does that again? Some that, people. Which yeah. people? Which people? Yes, yeah, which, which people? Which, which people? Actually, refer, it's which people that do that. Which people refer which to people? their friends as cousins? The, the people. Who, the people who are witches. <laughs> which mm, people? I They're the ones. You've been watching a lot the, of Kelly Conway, haven't you? On and off of TikTok. Yes, Kelly Conway is one of the witch people. You get a good look at her, you can tell. Does she worry about witches that are she's like a lizard? <laughs> she's a lizard. Witchcraft. So yeah, it's. Um, I think I need to know. The, I think it's South Dakota, though. First cousins are just fine. What about North Dakota? Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> They're all the same. Whatever. The Dakotas. Let's just say the Dakotas. Like Dakota <laughs> Fanning, Dakota Johnson. It's, it's like any it's like- cousin will do. It's any Iceland cousin. up there. There's not enough people to go around. We gotta do Yeah, something. so any cousin will do. Wasn't that a song from like a Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Joseph and the Technicolor you mean, No. No, you're thinking of love the one you're with, even if it's your cousin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I, I think I also think that like in uh, the Dakotas, uh-huh. I mean sometimes even if you haven't hung out with your sister for a certain amount of time, it's okay. I haven't seen my sister in two years. She was at college. I can fuck her. And no. marry her. Does Maria no. know this? No. I'm not in the Dakotas. Oh, so okay. It wouldn't be legal for her. I'm, I'm the dissenting opinion on the fuck your sister. No. <laughs> and don't say that you're live on TikTok. They will track you down, man. Uh, yeah, I know. We do have one person watching on TikTok right now. So they should know that this is going live right now on YouTube if you want to hear all of the foulness that the other guys are saying. Not me, but they are. It's at the law of Quibble, Squabble, and Vicker. No, I'm talking to them about you. Oh. But, I mean, we might get a lot of audience of all those step porn guys, which seem to be legion. Step porn guys? It's it's like half the porn on uh, RedTube. There are people who, like, buy steps and then they have sex with their steps? Yes, Matt. That, that's very obvious from what I said. No, like every other video you see on porn is stepbrother, stepmother. Every step- other video I see? Yes, I'm not, literally, I'm not being Greg now. You're not being Greg. Who are I'm you not being? being? Typical histrionic Greg always says, everybody does this. What I mean is five people do it. This is literally, you go on porn now. It's like the mainstream porn site. It's like every other video is like step something, like some kind of family... Every there's like hundreds of sites, family secrets, family fun time. That doesn't seem to bode well for society that those are really popular. But time out, choose me, boss. As a digital marketing person. Now, if you're gonna say that, you gotta go, excuse me, boss. Excuse me, boss. You're gonna or TikTok. No, no, listen up, listen up, time out. What what right what Greg says or sees is going to be different than what you see, Matt, uh-huh. or what I would see. Just like all of our YouTube channels are different, <laughs> all of our porn Because I looked up some step porn, and the first time I got to it, there you go. I didn't really. But then, you know, I did watch them. And I'm, I'm a Catholic, so everything's hot that's taboo to me. So I, I love watching that shit. Everything's hot that's taboo to you. 
yeah, so when you're Catholic, it's like, it's all about like, oh, what shouldn't I do? Oh, that's the hottest thing I could imagine. I think you want to recant that particular statement, Greg. That's not... There are a lot of things that are taboo that you should not look at. No, you should look at... And that's how you can get arrested and go to jail and have people kill you in prison. Well, that, that, if it's, as long as it's legal, I should say. Oh, got it. Who decides what's legal, really? Greg? In your boner? What's legal in your boner? Greg Greg decides what's legal. Just ask him. No, I know it's legal. It's not legal. I mean, child pornography is illegal. Luckily, I don't have that fetish. It's not an issue. Yeah, luckily you don't, Greg. Yeah, that's. I feel so sorry for those guys. Those poor fucks. It's like, oh, the only way I can get sorry off is to for them. a four-year-old. No, I hate them. I want them to die. But it's also by the grace of God. What if your sexuality was that way? You were wired that way. Where ooh, an eight-year-old girl turns me on. That would suck. It would be the. It would just be this horrible thing. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you choose to embrace it. You know, no, that's what I'm saying. And but say that you, it's, you're wired that you don't way. Do it. But even if you don't, that's a problem. See, I don't know. Call me old school. Hello, if old school. Really divergent views like that. That's not, I was wired this way. No, you're fucked up, dude. Girl, whatever. Yeah, that's you're not, fucked that's up. Not, well, this is what makes me feel good. I don't give a shit. Sorry. I know, I don't either. It's not like I'm saying let him off and be nice to him. I'm saying it's like, Thank God. I'm like, did you ever read a lot about serial killers? You know, that was all popular in the 90s to read about serial killers. And it's like, those guys, basically the only way they are, they're usually sexually dysfunctional. The only way they can get off is by murdering people. So how do you tell them, like, you're doing evil, stop. It's like, they could, some are probably very ethical. There's a handful of ethical ones. You're like, I just can't do this. I'll be miserable the rest of my life and never get what I want. You know, most of us can get laid and be like, wow, I got laid. Great for me. You're saying there's a handful of ethical serial killers? I think there are. Remember we talked about this on an episode. We talked about evil. And there could be people with evil urges who resist them their whole life. They have evil urges, but they, they're ethical enough to not do it. But it's a thing. They got to think about it. They got to be like, I'd like to kill But they wouldn't be ethical serial killers, Greg. If They, they would just be people it. who don't follow up on certain impulses. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, well, it, it, it gets, an it gets into the whole like it gets into the whole. But he's a serial killer who only kills the bad guy, like Dexter. Yeah, yeah, who's a real person? No, I'm just saying. Well, it, no. even, even if he was, it was or wasn't. The idea is like, oh, we give him a pass because he killed bad people. And well, Greg is the one who determines if a person's bad or not. No, a Dexter no. does too, and I think that's a good thing. If you are a serial killer who can't stop yourself from killing, yeah, kill some other serial killers and pedophiles. Please What do. if he makes a mistake and he kills somebody who's not a serial killer? What do you the do show, then, Greg? somehow, he's always right, strangely enough. Just like every vigilante movie you've ever seen, it's like, yeah, vigilantism looks great, like Death Wish. Yeah, but he'd be wrong sometimes. And he'd be just shooting some guys like, oh, wait, that wasn't the guy who killed my wife. Fuck. Yeah. He looked like him. It's like Batman does that too. Exactly. Well, he doesn't kill ever, so it's not as bad. He does now. He kills now. He does. He kills people left and right, Greg. (laughs) Constantly. He is the serial killer of all serial killers, is Batman. Well, anyway, so before we we, we need to get back back to our our client. Our client, before we forget, is 
a pocket full of climate change. So one of the arguments against the climate change models is that models are unreliable. You can't trust the models that they use. In the scientific they... models? Yes, exactly. So they deny but, but, that it's the fastest we've but, ever had a climate change. They but, say, but, but the truth you know, is, no. but the truth is, models change over time because we learn things. So models become more reliable over time. So models, I don't know, whatever. Some models ago, are unreliable, especially when they start doing heroin and they get involved with the wrong guys. And that's true too. Yeah, can't trust those they models. Become, they become models, any 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 model with the daddy issue is already <laughs> a problem. That's part of Greg's um, step porn the bigger issue i think all right another one antarctica yeah. is gaining ice it's gaining what? ice they're saying what who says that well the the people who are exxon. denying climate change exxon, yeah, exxon. there are glaciers that are gaining ice it's true that is true I, i've never heard is it ain't colder i've talked to a lot of these guys i've never heard anyone bring that one up. Yeah, all okay. of them say that all all the climate deniers because I don't know, I don't know how many of those people you guys have talked to. I thought you, you should talk to lots of them. No one ever said that ice wasn't receding or that there wasn't a change in the way that, but it was mostly on the side of, well, this happens all the time. It'll swing the other way. I know I made that argument about, you know, rate of change and all that, but. It's not man's fault. Saying that gaining more ice? Who, what, Alex Jones, who was. Well, that, that's part of it. There was a documentary a few years back called um, Chasing Ice, where they were documenting the melting of the glaciers. Like, in, and they were showing the hard evidence of it. In other words, video footage of how far, how fast the glaciers were melting. And so people who were on the opposing side of that were talking about all the various glaciers in different parts of the world that were gaining ice. But... It, may, it doesn't make up anywhere near the amount that's being lost. So that's part of the issue there, too. Huh. So and you know what they say? I think I brought this up before. The really scary thing is the permafrost in the Antarctic, which is trapped all the carbon dioxide. Once it, we get to the layer where it's melted enough that the carbon dioxide starts coming out, it's just going to be a fucking spiral. It's like tons of carbon dioxide is going to be released. It's going to get warmer. More carbon dioxide will be released. So that point is going to basically be the point of no return. All of our recycling and uh, carbon emissions, it's not going to fucking matter. It's, it's going to be this shit show. It's going to be the day after tomorrow. That's that just, movie. Oh, I thought you were saying all, it's literally going to be the day after tomorrow. Yeah, let's just all walk hand in hand into the ocean. Fuck this. I agree. It's all <laughs> meaningless. You no, know, I'm saying watching your like, garbage and recycling. Jesus, what are you? No, kidding? I'm not. I still recycle. You're rearranging deck chairs on a sinking ship. Have Just you not gotten it. a paper straw yet since you've been in uh, Portland, Brendan? No, I haven't. You, you haven't experienced the paper straws yet, because that's going to add to your outrage at a certain point. There's some good ones. There's some good recyclable straws that I don't, don't, I don't break mind. up. I don't. Some really, I'm not nasty. a straw. I'm, I'm, I'm not a straw guy. That's true. You drink out of the can. Brendan's going to love this. I've actually, Brendan, been to like a bar or a coffee house where the guy said, he actually asked, do you want a turtle killer? Instead of asking me if I want a straw. I don't know if Brendan's familiar with this whole turtle killing thing. Oh, it was a popular video on YouTube of Oceologists. O Oceologists? Like, oh, see that? Is that the, oh, the person? Oh, see, 
Apparently, they, they were they're people the people who are like study the Star Spangled Banner or something. Oceanologists who they're, they're finding like these, these plastic straws are choking the oceans, and all these turtles are dying with like straws stuck in their nose. They're dying uh, of asphyxiation and shit, and they have to pull them out. All I remember was there was a like for you know whatever a half an hour on YouTube and some other social media channels. There was a what were they called? V something girls. And they Viet had Kong? no, no, they had puka necklaces. They they had a whole thing. And one of the things they all had was these water bottles with the with the metal uh metal straws. Yeah. And and they were and they were always like they signed off their videos like, gotta get save the turtle. <laughs> So it's it awful. It was an awful thing that happened. If you saw one of these videos, you'd be so it's so sad. These That's actually how Greg for a while was signing off on his his comic book podcast. What? <laughs> what? My nose. No, you would say save the turtles. <laughs> That's a, oh, I wish it was the no. perfect sign off actually for you. Yeah, it sounds about as passing out and snoring for half an hour. That would have been better. <laughs> no, it was one of those trends that was kind of up and coming, and I saw how possibly Dagny could have got involved in it. So I kind of learned a little bit about it and then just sort of just no. Major turn to the left and kept going. But I gotta say though, as someone who recycles and does the organic recycling, I still do it religiously. I'm just like, why am I doing this? We're fucked. What do you, you do with all dead. your cigarette butts, Greg? Do you carry them with to, you? No, I used to a lot more, but I've been bad the past year. You just been flicking them out into the streets? Down. But yeah. for the most part, I do just get rid, throw them away. For the most part, I'm a lot better than most people. I know people. I'm better than that guy. No, no, you you wouldn't know how many people are right near an ashtray and they're just like licking on the ground. It's like, I mean, I don't want to. I used to put them in my pocket for ten years, fifteen years. I'd be like, I'm in Portland. This place is beautiful. You would literally hold on to cigarette butts for ten years in your pockets. No, I, for 10 yeah, years, I put them in my pockets and then throw them pocket. away as soon as I could. at least 10 goddamn As soon as I find a garbage receptacle, I throw them away. Making sure he came across to Portland. But I gotta say... Greg, let him continue. I want to hear where he's oh, going with this. Okay, I didn't even know. Stop, stop interrupting Brendan. No, Brendan, go ahead. me. That's okay. But this is funnier than what I'm doing, so please interrupt me. <laughs> I'm done. I got. I just got. I just went off on a tangent when you were talking about putting cigarettes in your pocket. So I started writing a Tom Waits song about it. I thought you were masturbating. <laughs> what? Step cigarette butt porn. Because that voice was just like. Because <laughs> that's the sounds I make. Oh, is when it? I come. Okay. That's information I think no one needed to know. No one wanted to know. All right. Okay. Fantastic. Well, okay. I think that brings us to a good closing point to uh, end off with our final segment, of course. So we've final solved climate change, you're saying? What did you say, Greg? We've mm -hmm. solved climate change. That Not that we've solved it. But we've uh, we've helped out our client, I think, to a certain point where they can make a, a rational decision to actually look things up on Google instead of listening to us. To Uncle Frank. <laughs> right. Uncle Cousin Wilma. Wilma. Who you, uh, you know, go do things with behind the Taco <laughs> Hut. Because they don't have Taco Bells in North Dakota. They've only got Taco Huts. <laughs> oh, Is that God a real thing? Taco Hut? 
It can be if you start the franchise. That sounds so low rent. I think there was a Taco Hut. I'm, I swear to you, I think there was. There's got to be a Taco Hut somewhere. Taco Shack. A little place where you sell tacos in a hut. Taco Outhouse. Here's your taco, sir. Here's taco your Outhouse taco. would be the appropriate place, I think. Here's your taco. <laughs> he was serving a taco to you, Greg. You didn't even accept would you it. Would you like a taco? Oh, I'll take go. it. I wish I had a taco right now. I wish I was real. I wish I had a taco. I'm oh, I really do. If I had a taco, wouldn't have to talk to you. Okay, so. What is that? It's a little song I made up just for you. Oh, it's not a pen. Oh, it's a taco song. That's a song I should know. It's a little alienation taco song. Is, is that a that Van is. Morrison Weird Al thing? Yeah. yeah, they work together. It's Weird Van Yankovic. Weird Van Morrison. Van Kovic. Anyway, all right, so we're going to get into our final segment of the show. Here it is. This is The Last Word with Brendan Haggerty. All right, I think the way that this should work, Greg, is that we provide him with a final subject to give his opinion about as the last word of the show. Portland uh, social justice warriors versus Brendan. <laughs> social justice warriors are mainly just online greg they're not like a, no they're important they, they don't they don't leave social media I know that's where the, I the term comes I from i haven't really experienced anything i mean well i mean outside of i mean look it, it's like portland's weird and bravo as i told you matt bravo on all the the quirky names you guys came up with just fantastic friday i'm in love you know i'm frame frame fantastic but but everybody's weird in different ways it's just more creatively weird here than it is in florida where it's just more barbaric it's just it's just road warrior weird you know you're like the guy coming out of the you know circle k or the 7-eleven with no pants on and it's the underwear he does have on looks like he hasn't changed them in a while. And, you know, I've seen some of that here too, but, you know, I don't know. It's all weird. It's just different. But what was the, was it social justice warriors? What I really want to talk about is the amount of just strangely unimaginative uh, exclusionary practices that, Young professionals seem to have in Portland relative to, um, I don't know, uh, renting a room. They're, they're renting a room. Yes. In a house this is the one I want to hear. Yes, do it. In a, in, a, in a fucking house they don't own that's owned by some corporation out of fucking San Francisco. So they all live in this nice little house that this corporation bought. And they're probably making bank on because they're all paying like practically fucking rent for a room. But it's like the Brady Bunch. So they're all there. So... Once you get into one of these places with this company, like you're the first person in their six bedroom fucking hotel, California. Once you're there, you start to establish who can come and who can stay. So you set one of the things you said is your age parameters, not like smoking or heavy drinker or like cereal, store, but shit like age. Some of the places I started with 20 in the kind of the area I was looking for. When I put that would agree with that, that met with my, you know, ideal roommate, 
I mean, I didn't expect I'd get 20, 18 out of 20. So anyway, point was, some of the places were like literally 32 to 36 or 35 to 29. I'm like, dude, so you just want to go to, you just want to live with people kind of in the same age you went to high school with. But you're a young, cool professional in your 30s. No, you're not. You're a child. <laughs> well, I almost... I, I almost moved. I almost. I almost took one of these places, a place out in Gresham, that there's no one there yet. Like I could go in and I could establish my own little fiefdom, and then like have no one under forty can rent here, and these kids can come in at night. I'm like, no, go away, you piece of shit child. But I would have just like punk rock. Yeah, only <laughs> old punk rockers can live here. All right, this was an outstanding last word with Brendan Haggerty. Can I just say, this is what I've been wanting to tap into this segment. I know this is a last word, but I do want to say, when I was looking for places, if you want to live inner southeast of Portland, move into a place, the restrictions are out, out the fucking wazoo. It's like looking for a vegan, non-cisgendered roommate to move in. Like if I wanted to move out to Gresham, you know, the not the cool parts of Portland. Yeah, nobody cares about anything. But then all the inner southeast ones where I wanted to live because I don't have a car, we're like, yeah. oh my God. Like I, this is I like understand. harder than getting the FBI. It's like yeah, no. You need totally a background check about my political leanings and uh how I feel about veganism and how old I am. It's like it is they they've locked up because they're all like trust variants, those young politically correct kids. So They've got all the best places in like inner southeast, like Hawthorne, and they get to say, "You're not cool enough or hip enough to be with us." Right, exactly. That's 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 good. that was kind of my 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 point. But um, yeah, it's sad. It's sad. Sad for everyone all over the world. Anyway, that was the last word with Brendan Haggerty, and that um, wraps up. This particular episode of the Law Offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker. Next week, we have a very special guest, Eileen Shapiro. She'll be here. I'll get you guys a bio on her. You'll find her fascinating. And um, this weekend, Brendan, Greg, and I, the entire Law Offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker, are going to Boise, Idaho, and we'll be documenting our trip there with uh, video and what have you and Greg's burping and uh, issues that he and I will have with our CPAP and BiPAP machines and uh, whatever else. Whatever other Can I just, I, I just want to wear my Mickey Mouse ears to bed. Is that okay? okay. <laughs> It'll be more fun because uh, Brendan and Greg will be sharing a room together. I'll have my own room, so that'll be the best. Now that Greg has his own CPAP machine, he won't be like snoring too loud. I can retake the room I, I was going to give him. Me. Why wouldn't you bring it with you? I don't, you know. bring it with you. don't you want to be able to breathe and, and yeah, sleep? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I'm sharing a room, I don't want our last conversation to be, I wish I would have brought it. Uh, you don't want that to be the last word from yeah. Greg? Oh, no, I could, once, <laughs> then, once, I it, once I fall asleep, I'm done. I'm a heavy sleeper. So it's just getting to sleep that's the problem. Yeah. So anyway, so this has been a lot of Squibble, Squabble, and Bicker. We're going to end off our uh, TikTok live right now. Nobody's watching right now anyway. We got two good whole night, likes this Pooh time. Bear. I just want to say good night to Pooh Bear. Good night, Pooh. <laughs> you can say that to YouTube. Because that is ending now. The live stream Pooh Bear. is ending.
Your consultation with the law offices of Quiddle, Squabble, and Picker has ended. You may pay your retainer at www.qsblah.org. Please exit to the right of the water cooler and grab a candy from the front desk. We hope to see you again soon, but you need to leave now. I said leave. Why don't they ever listen? Get out! Get out!